perfect. You know, uh, thanks, Suze. Thanks for taking time out to do this. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, just to tell you, like, you know, the viewers that uh, she is the executive director of Serious Play Conference, which she's been doing for the last 12 years now. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, uh, just a full disclosure, uh, I, I've been, you know, uh, part of this. Uh, moment what she's been running you know uh being part of the serious play industry serious games industry you know uh so i've been speaker i've been jury and you know a couple of other things and uh absolutely honored you know uh to work with her you know and, oh well thank you i'm grateful to all the people who are helping judge our awards and also coming and speak i mean the whole focus of the conference is on sharing experience and learning so okay. i'm really grateful to all the people that give their time Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it's just, it's just the same thing I'm trying to do here. I'm just, you know, not just the knowledge, I'm, I'm here to probably share the positivity, you know. And as you can see, you know, I've taken a little bit of, you know, a poetic freedom here. Uh, instead of serious games, it's a video game thing here because it aligns with the COVID thing, you know, abbreviation. So, but yeah, yeah she's the flag bearer and she's like everything. Uh, of the serious game industry, you know, the world knows her for serious games and her contribution for that. And uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you. Thanks for everything you're doing, you know, Sue. You know, uh, it's amazing. I think there are not many, you know, uh, who take serious games so seriously in terms of conferences and stuff, you know, so. Well, as you know, I came out of the video game industry and I was in yeah, marketing. I Mm -hmm. And my public relations firm helped build the GDA. So I have a deep history and love for the video game industry and I've always supported it. And this is just an extension. Absolutely. Um, one that actually may open more career opportunities for young people to take the fact that they love video games, they love playing collaboratively online um, and, the, and themselves in competitive environments to right. help develop games that are used for training and education for serious purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it might, makes much more sense, you know, you can actually uh, make a difference, you know, uh, if you understand this well. So, great. You know, uh, so let's begin, you know, uh, you know the context, I'm doing this to spread positivity, you know, it's an easy time for people to get depressed, you know, uh, it's, it's like a lot of things are getting cancelled, a lot of opportunities are getting missed, people are dying, everything. Uh, and so I'm just focusing on, you know, uh, let's just talk to friends and acquaintances, you know, uh, people I know uh, to actually just talk about the positive stuff, you know, uh, because there's always, you know, uh, something hiding, you know, it can be, you know, uh, not so visible, but let's take it out. You know? Well, I think every, there are some real positive things about this. I mean, I share the claustrophobia. I'm not mm -hmm. used to being mostly in one house most of the time, um, but in any situation like that, when you are forced to adapt yourself, um, sometimes you learn things that you didn't expect at all. I mean, yeah. like you, I've been contacting friends and through the discussion of how <clears throat> we improve training and education, um, using video games in various ways is certainly dear to my heart and a good way for us to repurpose the time that we have on our hands. If we have any time on our hands, I'm actually <laughs> feeling busier than ever because we're going oh, to take well. the Serious Play Conference online this year. Yes. So that's totally new. Absolutely. So that was my first question, you know. So now it's, a, it's online. 
So I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of interesting learnings, you know, for you. I would like to share some so we know, you know, uh, what's the secret sauce behind, you know, making these big conferences and, you know, changing absolutely in no time and, you know, making those online now. So just the interesting right. learnings here. So. Well, you know, the conference is still nine weeks off, but I think by then there still <clears throat> will be people who have to um, change their method of, of uh, conveying knowledge across, um, and you know, the internet. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I came out of teaching myself uh, in a classroom, and then I got into looking at things that were more digital and format when I changed to a public relations career. And now I'm really embroiled once again for the last 12 years in teaching, coaching, training. And and then today, um, I'm trying to figure out how to convey that not only in a live event, which we really can't even do this year, mm -hmm. but through the internet. Um, yeah. All of my speakers, every single one has hung in there to say, yes, we will go online with you. Many of them are having to change their presentation slightly. Um, they can't be quite as interactive as you are when you're in the same room. Right. Uh, however, some of them are actually exploring those virtual room environments mm -hmm. um, and will use those. And oh, the, wow. the pre-conference people are looking at a very sophisticated software mm -hmm. that will allow them to move people around in tables in the room. But I think even as we get to that conference, people will need more help. And so we actually will devote some of our sessions to talking mm -hmm. about how COVID-19 is changing training in general. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So, of course, you're so busy with the conference, you know, and it's pretty overwhelming, you know, uh, for all of us right now, you know. Uh, so as a leader, you know, uh, you are, and as a person, you know, yourself, how do you stay positive during this time? And how do you keep your people, your team, you know, uh, positive uh, and you know, productive and more, like in long story short, how do you stay motivated uh, at times like this? Well, I'm not having any problem at all. And the reason <laughs> is that uh, one of the things that's always been a hallmark of my place in life is that I like to be learning, changing and growing. And so to have run a conference, which I had never done before 12 years ago, was a challenge. Improving it each year with more motivate, automation has been mm -hmm. the goal. And mm -hmm. now at age 77, mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to bring this whole thing on online. All 100 plus courses, um, wow. six, seven uh, uh, courses an hour. Um, I'm even calling the few people that said they couldn't make it to the conference and saying, okay, now you can, you're online, will you please speak? We've added about 15 speakers. Right. Um, but, um, and of course, I'm not doing this myself. Um, one of the incredible things about the serious games industry is that it is made up of people who are passionate about sharing their knowledge and experience. So mm -hmm. when I put out a message last week and I only really pooled higher ed and a few other categories of, of my large contact base and said, is there, are there anyone, is there anyone who is very familiar with online conferences that would volunteer to help us get online? I have 30 people who have volunteered wow. and oh, just one message. And um, I'm trying to figure out how to use all of them because they really do want to help. And of course, now I've got to figure out how to use the trainers. <laughs> uh, 
But we are first putting together the platform and a personal scheduler so that people can easily come into the conference, link to the event, the session that they want to listen to that hour easily, and be able also to move to a session in a different track the next hour if that is what they would prefer to do. So it's not just a straightforward one session after the other conference, it's six mm -hmm. wide. Oh. And um, I have one full-time employee and he is delighted and excited and I'm trying to stay ahead of him. <laughs> and, um, and then these volunteers, I think, will be helping us um, first getting all of the speakers' um, presentations uh -huh. loaded and uh, make sure that they are ready to go and then contacting attendees or at least having the word out there where con attendees that are having any issues as they test you know can get some help before or on the day one interesting thing you know to just to, to say something about how i feel about learning is that yesterday mm -hmm. I, I called one of my volunteers and she had been a person helping as a volunteer when i did the conference at the university of buffalo two years ago Mm -hmm. And in the conversation with her, I learned a lot, including the fact that if presenters will put their slides in Google Slides, mm -hmm. then they can turn on and have captioning happen. In other words, their audio for the presentation yes. will appear at the bottom of the screen. Right. Totally awesome. something new for me. Oh, um, yes. And you can upload uh, PowerPoint presentations also into Google Slides, I'm told. So this opens up. Mm -hmm. One clear reception of the audio recording uh, of the conference with captioning and also for assistive learning for the deaf to be able to share in our conference this year. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. And, and yeah, yeah, I'm aware of this, you know, uh, this Google Meet feature, which is like, sometimes it's really, really amazing when the accent and other things are issues, you know, it's, it's good to have the captions running, you know, down below and other things. And it would really help a lot of other people, you know, who can't probably, you know, grasp everything what is being told, you know, and register. So it's amazing. Yeah, you learn uh, something new every day, right? Anyway. That's right. And as a world, we're learning, we need to pull together. Right. And hopefully this lets more people join and include and enjoy the conference. Right, right. So, uh, so uh, like, uh, you know exactly what's happening around the whole serious games industry. So do you know uh, how serious game industry is supporting the current crisis? Like, are you aware of certain use cases where, you know, serious games are being used by the frontline, you know, uh, forces and the people and stuff and, you know, some trainings? Well, one of the interesting things is a lot of the um, developers um, who have been presenters um, at Serious Play and sharing their knowledge, but who also sell a product, mm -hmm. have contacted us to say they will make their products available free for mm -hmm. at least a certain period of time. I mean, the wise marketer understands that that also will get some people excited about the platform. Right. But they're doing it really to help right now, and that's what we need is to pull together. And some of them are just making them free forever. Virtual Heroes, for instance, mm -hmm. has made a, a program that is to tr that is for science students to help them learn what happens in a lab if they are chasing a, a virus, um, mm -hmm. what kinds of equipment would be used, and how they would determine what a virus like COVID-19 is. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they're also releasing free software forever for training workers in the healthcare industry how to do measures that they may have learned in medical school but don't because of the practice they're in now. No, they can sedate and intubate 
patients mm -hmm. who, who have lung problems so that mm -hmm. the oxygen reaches the brain. And I lost a nephew oh. whose brain was shut of oxygen because of blood in his right. lung I, I accidentally two years ago. So I'm very, very much emotionally connected to the fact that more medical trainers need to use that method and, and grateful that virtual heroes would do it. Um, we're also, a lot of other people are sharing. Um, I'm working with the Department of Education to release more information for teachers dealing with at-home students, mm -hmm. just putting out something tomorrow. We have a newsletter called Serious Play Wire, and yeah. for any of these free offerings, or for that matter, for any new products in the whole serious games industry, send them along to Serious Play Wire. It just releases at Serious Play Wire. Put, you know, send your news, we'll send it out free. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm subscribed to that, so I know that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, do you think something new will come out of it, uh, emerge out of it, like it is going to be long-term, the way we behave, the way we do, the way we operate? I don't think there's any question but that we are learning that you can do more over the internet than you thought. Um, mm -hmm. I'm in isolation in Florida, and I'm missing my grandchildren in California and my children, so... I'm learning that you can read as a grandmother, you can read stories <laughs> online <laughs> to your grandchildren. Um, and that's, um, so sweet. that's just a very personal thing. I'm checking in with friends that I know are isolated and hoping they're well. But I think um, the whole industry of training um, is going to change. Um, certainly more online courses are gonna be done also at higher ed. I'm, I'm not sure about the efficacy of that, but, mm -hmm. but I think we will learn to make them totally reliable. Um, and I think we will be forced to do it that way. And I'm great pain for the seniors in high school and seniors in college right now who are losing their last quarter and dealing with, with a less experienced right. uh, teaching method but we will learn how to do that and and i hope it doesn't last forever and we don't learn we don't lose the fact that we need to touch um mm -hmm. but maybe we are not going to be able to touch for a while so how do we deal with that right right yeah i i totally agree so yeah so uh so you're pretty much aware of virtual reality and augmented reality and what's happening there, you know. For a long, long time, you know, it's been considered as like, you know, virtual reality is a pretty secluded experience. You are like completely detached and all those things. Isn't it the moment when VR says, hold my bear? You know, uh, you know, the, do you think that VR and the remote work, you know, will find a strong footholding because of this thing no longer? Uh, do you think that's gonna happen? Well, certainly virtual reality is a technology that's taking over um, uh, more and more because it allows hands-on learning. Um, it is really the heart of what we're trying to do with serious games um, mm -hmm. because it is more realistic than than talking about it and moving chairs around a table um, if you can't sit in the same room. And so uh, affordable VR is one of the po most popular topics this year, and it's mm -hmm. not just in healthcare. Um, it's not just in military. Um, it, even high school teachers are experimenting with aspects of it, and the equipment is coming down in price. Um, you'll be interested to know that 11 years ago, the founder of the Oculus Rift snuck into my conference and was demonstrating during breaks his miraculous equipment uh, and 
So from there, he's done very well, and he forgot to leave me a couple shares of his company, but oh, uh, well. for giving him free admission. <laughs> but um, that's a story. You know, that's a good yeah, story. Yeah, I'm not sure he knows I knew he did it. Uh, but um, I think that um, the world is going to see. I, I think you know someday we'll invent something that is not a heavy glass. Um, mm -hmm. It will be something yeah. that will. You can see with your own eyes and right. then amazing things will happen you probably fall off cliffs but uh, while you're walking around <laughs> trying to see the world but yeah. it's, it, it is definitely a, a technology that's coming in and we need to all of us learn more about it um, especially people who are seniors and haven't been exposed to this we have to stay up up to speed and know just what's happening in the world um, but it's happening at every level the kids are teaching us stuff uh -huh. um, and we're trading across the industry. The army has just put out a notice requesting help with 5G communications um, technology uh, platforms and developers, young hotshot developers are gonna give that to the army, whereas the army gives back to us and with other kinds of training they've learned at the high end of expense and training. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely happening across the board. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, because I've been an advocate of virtual reality for a long time, you know, and trying to push it. But yeah, again, uh, it is always, you know, uh, a bit tricky. And today itself, the news came that, you know, this uh, New Zealand company, uh, Reality Virtual, you know, they just flipped the name, you know, uh, they got funded by Epic Games, a $1 million grant or something, you know. Uh, so they actually, you know, you can go to some destination and stuff like that with your friends and stuff, you know. So pretty cool, you know, you can, uh, anybody can visit any place, you know, and especially during this time, I would love to visit. You know, I've always been in the plane, you know, but missing it big time. Well, I mean, uh, you, back to the question you asked, I'll come mm -hmm. back to virtuality, but you said, what are you doing with your time? Uh, yeah. You can yeah. go into see museums all over the world with our time right now when we have it. But yes, um, virtual reality is 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 pretty darn ex um, exciting for everyone. And I think we have um, many sessions at the conference um, mm -hmm. and also we're watching this as an industry. Sam Adkins from um, Atari, who is the analyst we feel has the best grasp on the industry is tracing the investment in virtual mm -hmm. reality. And it's become such an important technology that he has split out a section of his 500 plus page report um, now and is doing a separate report on virtual reality where it's being used and and what are the opportunities for developers so oh, wow. he in february he published his latest report and uh -huh. um and then the global report on the industry will be published um in may or june and he's continuing to trace that and it, um, i encourage people to look at that report because it really shows developers where the opportunities are we listed oh, wow. on our site under research Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll flash it when we uh, make this video live. You know, I'll probably find the link of that or probably I'll get okay. it from you and you know, because that would be really, really helpful for all the viewers, you know, uh, that's gonna be amazing. Sure. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so one interesting question. So have you done something uh, during this shelter in place, you know, what you've never done in your life before, like anything? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think the the um, other than reading stories over the you know uh, internet to your 
grandkids. You know. Yeah, I'm just gonna going back to that is that I've found a way to reach across the miles to people that goes beyond a phone call. Mm-hmm. There's nothing as, um, or I should say, text is not as valuable as video, and mm-hmm. um, video is not as good as virtual reality. But we okay. have these new techniques that allow us to stay in touch and with a big country like the United States. And mm-hmm. I'm not just US, my speakers are worldwide. Absolutely. You know, it's a chance for me to converse over the internet. So I'm doing more of it, whereas I would have made a phone call before. Now it's virtual. Now it's um, on Zoom or one of the other platforms. Are you meeting your speakers and friends over the VR chat or something like that? Do you use virtual mm-hmm. reality? Yourself? I haven't gotten as far as virtual reality. It's not, um, and I have no technical background. Um, I can sometimes, you know, surprise people or make them think I know more than I do. <laughs> and also, I open my mouth sometimes and say things that are helpful. And I don't really have a technology background, but I've learned from the speakers, just like I learned the video game industry. But um, I have had cocktail parties. Uh, with friends where we each bring a glass of wine and we salute the fact that we're still around and haven't caught the virus and we need to to stay in touch and not let the virus get us depressed, not let the the world get us down. And so we've had fun parties online and also touch bases with um, my family. I'm sort of the matriarch of a lot of cousins. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've had that kind of a gathering as well. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a typical house parties and pajama parties and, you know, happy hours, all those things going online now. It's fun, you know. So the last question, do you think that we are living in a simulation? I'm sorry? Do you think that we are living in a simulation? We are living in a game? Uh, You know, that's a very interesting question. I think what we have learned is that my father was a football coach. Oh wow! wow. And um, and and I run ran my agency in much of my life like a coach, a teacher, a trainer. As my mom was a teacher, mm-hmm. but the kinds of things that we like to do, and the ways that we use games whether or not their simulation can solve more problems than we know. For instance, I would call attention to how proteins fold, folded, mm-hmm. was solved. That question was solved by gamers who could do things with our brains that supercomputers could not. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of reading a book on submarine espionage. Okay. And I learned about a famous submarine guy that determined the location of lost submarines by having experts bet on the odds of their, uh, what they thought was the location versus other locations. And from that, he was able to pinpoint where submarines and bombs were lost in the ocean. So games and simulating if not in a simulation, simulating truth, simulating facts um, mm-hmm. have been a way to solve things in the past. This is the simulation submarine novel was set in the 70s and excellent, um, are, are, can be used today. I mean, let's look at games. The first right. games were war games. Um, right. We need to look to our industry to solve a lot of world problems and we can. Right, absolutely. 
Great. Uh, so that's all from my side. Thank you very much Sil, for your time, you know, and You're I appreciate welcome. it, you know, and I'll let you know whenever this goes uh, online. I will thank you. And hello to all my friends who might see this, who are also giving you interviews. Uh, Stay in okay. touch. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Very okay. Much. Have a good day. Wait.